everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is May 29th, 2022. This is why you're going to be restrained when you get to Toronto tomorrow. I will tomorrow. not be restrained. You don't have to behave. Time. Literally, I, I say, don't true. say anything for 10 seconds. Hey, there's Mark Jones. Great. Uh, Dave, Tony Quinn is not there. <laughs> Tony Quinn is not there. I might be the dumbest guy yeah. in the history of dumb guys. Good. You want to hear the latest dumb yeah. guy move? I'm 100% too. So there's a lot of, if you follow Padres Twitter the last week and anything from the Union Tribune, you've seen a lot about the book coming out about Ken Caminetti. There's a book coming out about Caminetti. Okay. I saw um, a thing in the front page of the paper today. Right. I didn't read the article. I was literally, I looked at it and said, are we seriously going back to Caminetti? Tom Hofarth did the review. Okay. Yeah, the book is getting great reviews. Good. And really, when you look at it, I, I was trying to explain to a friend today who doesn't know Ken Caminetti and trying to trying to explain the impact that he had on this town, really from 96 to 98, and, and just how big a star he was, the impact that he had, right? I, I mean, agree. Th- that guy was unbelievable. And then... You look at how it all ended just incredibly tragic, right? Well, there are two tragic endings to it, right? The part when you realize how important he was to what you just said, 96 and 98. Yeah. And then it was tragic that he admitted to cheating his way through the entire process. Completely. I mean, others should have. He at least took the high road yeah. and did it, but but the way it ended. So the author of the book is Dan Good. And so I was like, oh, okay. You know, what's going on with Dan Good? Who is he? And I happen to look, Dave, and he follows me on Twitter. Wow. So I go, that's cool. So I wrote him a message. I said, hey, Dan, congratulations on the book. We got to know him a little bit at KFMB. He's a heck of a guy. I'm looking forward to it. To which Dan writes back, thanks, Jeff. I think you're going to enjoy page 185. (laughs) Okay, let's hear it. And I stopped. And I go, did we talk about Ken about 18 months ago? He goes, yeah, you're on page 185. (laughs) How did he know right to the number? Uh, Well, he's the author. I got it, but still, 185. He went to look and figured out where I am. I literally had no idea. Oh, my God. Now, as I explained to my son, Cade, today, maybe if you're interviewed for a thousand different books, it's simple enough to understand I was in the Matt Coyle book. Yeah. Uh, the guy from The Athletic who wrote The History of the Mighty 690. I was in that. Yeah. And then this book. I completely lost everything. So I told Dan, I go, Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. Were you in Superfan? I, no, I don't think so. But then he writes, he writes to me back. He goes, dude, this is great. He goes, all good. He goes, you're much better than Dave Stewart. Who's told everybody I had nothing to do with that book, even though I've got audio tapes of Dave talking about Ken Caminetti. So it might have been two years ago, two and a half years ago that I talked to him about it. But um, really funny. So then I started thinking about, so a friend of mine goes, well, what story did you tell? I go, shit, I don't know. I mean, the two we've talked about here were being in Monterey for the Snickers game. Yeah. Or the day Ken showed up for Ted's show and signed every autograph after the road trip. Yeah. Nope. Those were the two, I guessed. The one I actually told was it happened uh, this Saturday night when Ken got sick. And I happened to be after uh, 
this was after I had butchered the national broadcast. So somehow down in Mexico, down in Mexico and Monterey, somehow I end up on the team bus. It's crazy, right? Think any of those guys from any local station no. in any way would end up on the team no. bus. No. And on this particular night, they were just like, Hey, get on this bus. We'll get you back to the hotel. And uh, I'm all the way in the back. Players are kind of in front of us, media, like me, Bob Chandler, in the back. And uh, we watch, and Caminetti and Ashby and Hoffman, this was 96. Yeah. When Gomez, all those guys get off the bus, and none of them go into the hotel. And now I kind of make my way off, and they're all standing outside there. We're waiting to see what's going on, and there's a ton of fans that are out there, but none of the fans are bugging any of the players I just mentioned. And we couldn't figure out what was going on. The players were kind of watching to fig- find out what was going on. And then they all figured it out. All of the fans that were there were waiting for Fernando yeah, Valenzuela. That's what I would have guessed. Yeah. And so the, the players like Caminetti, Hoffman, Ashby, all of the players on that team, just start chanting, Toro, Toro, Toro. And Fernando got off completely humble as he always was at that time, signed a bunch of autographs, but you watched all his teammates just act like a bunch of kids. And yeah. we all remember in San Diego, he definitely wasn't the Fernando that we had seen with the Dodgers. But if you remember that Friday night against uh, Friday night against the Mets, he pitched down there and he pitched his ass off. He pitched great yeah, that game. And uh, so I think that's the story that uh, made it to the book. But oh, cool. I, I wanted to thank Dan Good. Yeah. Hey, Dan, best of luck. You know, I knew him a little bit. Oh, is that right? Well, that's probably why I interviewed you two years ago. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what, Fuck. Means more, what means more to you? Or how much does it mean to you to be in these books? Because you're a reader. I think it's really cool. I, I said to him today, I said I really appreciate it. Because starting... In 95, like I was explaining to friends today, yeah, you and I were insanely lucky. The people that were impact players on these teams were very good to us, whether it was Tony, Trevor, uh, Caminetti, right? Even even the manager, even Boach. Well, Boach, Towers, Lucchino. Yes. All of those guys were great. And then on the Chargers, you know, Mike Riley, Devaney, Bobby Beathard, but, Rivers, LT. No, but I'm saying going back even before those uh, guys got started. here. Rodney, Junior, right? Yeah. We had good relationships with those guys. Uh, Terrell Fletcher, all those guys that we got to know. Fred McCrary. Remember how great Fred was? Love Fred, <laughs> Fred McCrary. McCrary. Fred McCrary was off. But Dave, when you're when you're trying to get guys I know, on. It's pretty funny, isn't it? I mean, when you'd say Fred McCrary, how many people do you think remember Fred McCrary? Oh, Charger fans loved him. Oh, my God. But that, Fred... And that Fre- is so long ago. Yes. I mean, think about it. That is 25 years ago. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I mean, that's a crazy thing, right? Fred's probably it, 60. <laughs> you picture Fred being 60? Maybe he's 60. Fred and, looked 60 when, he was, when we interviewed him 25 years ago. He looked old. Well, you know what's sad about Fred? Everybody loved him here. Yeah. And then we went out and got Low Neal... Yeah. And uh, Fred was forgotten. Uh, as sure. a, 100%. Fuck off. 44. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to look up and see how old Fred McCurry is. Yeah, so funny. As I'm making fun of him, how old he is, I got to put glasses on just so I can see my goddamn computer screen. 
Yeah, so funny. So, oh my god, dude! Holy uh, shit, dude! He's only forty nine. No way. That's what it says. So he's forty nine. He's born in seventy two. September nineteenth will be fifty. Oh, well, that's good. That's it. I thought you were going to say he's seventy one. I was going to be like, <laughs> damn it! Come on, Frank. <laughs> um, damn it! But yeah, I I thought it was cool. Well, that was really nice to be part of it. I, I thought it was fun being part of the, when the guy asked me to be part of the uh, Mighty 690 article, because I never worked there. Yeah. But that's what he said. He goes, dude, you're the one guy in town that never worked there. So what was it like being across the street? But yeah, that's, no, right. I, that's I, right. I remember that. I told Dan today, I said, I appreciate you letting me be a part of it. He interviewed over 400 people. Oh, wow. Including Dave Stewart? <laughs> Including Fucking Dave. Dave Stewart. How did Dave not remember that? Dude, come on. He, but again, he, Dave, I had no idea. It yeah, was part of it two true. years ago. That's funny. I, I don't know. Terrell Fletcher, by the way, is going to be uh, 49 on your birthday, September 14th. Yeah, 49. Huh? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, for Charger fans, yeah. remember all these guys? Of course. They were legends. Of, well, they're, yeah, they were, they're, they were town hall legends. They were San Diego legends. Yeah. Well, they, what did they win? But that's how it goes in every town. You go to Nashville right I now. Know, I Detroit Lions legends. Yeah, who was that guy? He does uh, Blaine Bishop. Yeah. Wasn't he the DB? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he has his own talk show. Yeah, Blaine's not buying yeah. any drinks back there. That's true. Neither is uh, Orenberg. Who? Rich. Orenberger's not buying any drinks. In Nashville? No, in San Diego. Yeah, he is. Come on. I was trying to be cool. I'm trying on. to be a nice guy. Yeah. You think Elson buys drinks? Craig? Did you see Craig today? Dude, Craig barely gets in the stadium. Dude, your Craig, kid had better tickets than Craig. Craig never sits in a good seat. Craig's tweet today was so funny. Did you see what he did? No, I didn't see it. Uh, he goes, hey, a little frustrated. I saw Channel 10's Marie Cornell. Yeah, she's a big Padre fan. Yeah, yeah. I saw her at the game. I yelled out to her. I whistled, hey, Marie. Yelled to her, and uh, she big-timed me. I was incognito, so maybe she didn't recognize Is me. Is that what he said? Yeah, and he and she What's not incognito? Right. And she writes back, <laughs> Hey Craig, must have been my twin. I'm in Ensenada at a baseball tournament. So I write, Craig, get it together. Jesus. And he writes, Management seriously regrets this air. <laughs> what a dipshit. Oh, who am I gonna, who am I telling? He called he her, her out some, for being a, for being big time on him. Yeah, and she's and she wasn't even there. Her. Yeah, not even her. Fuck off, <laughs> dude. Good for for her. Fucking not letting it go. She was like, "Craig, I mean, it's not. It's not even me, dude." Okay, hold on. While you're on this, we're all over the place. But look, it's our last show because you're going to Toronto for a while. Yeah. All right. Did you watch any of this goddamn game today? Which one? The Padre game. No, my son went. Okay, so dude, Mark Grant today during this game, and look, here's the deal. We'll get into Padre baseball and why the the product sucks. But Mark the sucks. The, dude, did you see the lineup? Yeah. That's, yeah. So I'm like, kid. Yeah. Oh, he took down the tweet. Hang on. Oh, Elston took down the tweet. <laughs> so he had said, yeah, Marie Cornell wrote to him, I must have a cute lookalike because I'm in Ensenada at a baseball tournament. Hope you and my twin have fun at the game. Go Padres. So then I wrote, get it together, Craig. Management sincerely regrets the error. I wrote to him, "At a kid, professional as always." So that lineup today was rid- unbelievable, ridiculous. Okay, 
all you need to beat the shitty pirates. Oh my, dude, they needed extra innings. So you, hey, you said get it done. <laughs> you just said shitty pirates, dude. So you look at this lineup and you're like, oh my god. Like, why would I go? The weather today couldn't have been better, right? Yeah, perfect. I, I right? mean, just a perfect San Diego day. And you're like, why would I spend money and time to go to Petco Park to watch this shit? And you're looking at this lineup and you're going, oh, my God, dude, it's, it's terrible. So you you sit there and I'm watching the game. I'm not doing anything. I'm watching two games at once. I'm watching Dodgers, Diamondbacks, and, and I'm actually flipping over to the Angels. Kohatani hit, hit two home runs right away. Nice. And I'm watching the pods. But I have the one volume I have on is the Padre game. Okay. And Mark Grant says this line. Oh, boy. Yes, he says this line. Hey, Don, I'm not claiming to be a wordsmith. Good. But when you think about it, it's amazing that there are only 26 letters in the alphabet and how many words you can get out of that. And I just went, what the fuck? <sighs> I started. What Don say? I started, Don I say, Don, Sweeney coming back on the next road trip to, <laughs> to make that trade off? Dickenberg was right. No, he, he, he kind of let it go. But, dude, I wrote to Mark right away, and I just said, Dude, I laughed out loud when you said this stupid shit. You know how many stone people have said yeah. exactly what you say every night? Yeah. And he just goes, yeah. <laughs> just kind of like, he didn't say, what do you want? Fucking nobody can score in this bullshit game. Uh, he didn't say that to me, but yeah. he was like, I just need something to pass the fucking time is what made him say it. Yeah. But man, you know how many words you can get out of 26 letters? Then to tell you how good Orsillo is. <laughs> He's great. He's so good, right? You would have killed him the second he would have said, as soon as he said, Man, I'm not claiming to be a wordsmith. I would be like, you, would, you wouldn't even let him finish the next no. line. Would you cut the mic? Before you embarrass yourself, why don't you just stop? Yeah. Well, it's funny, Dave, you mentioned that about the game because I've had discussions all afternoon with my son, Jack. Yeah. He will be 15 in November. Yeah. He's got money in a savings account, gets an allowance, does some chores around the house. Grades are pretty good, right? Yeah. So he and his buddy Liam decided that today they were going to go to the Padre game by themselves. How old were you when you first started going to games? Oh, first on going? On your own. Oh, on my own? Um, Probably around 12, 13. By yourself? You yeah. Could go? Yeah. 12, 12. I'd say 12. Yeah. 12 uh, is when I started doing everything. Even before that with the movies. I mean, we go to the movies at 7. Parents By yourself? Just, yeah, parents just drop us off, two friends. Jesus, fuck's going on there? Nothing. Seven. There. Seven. And then, okay, well, how old were your kids when you let them stay by themselves at home? Yeah, well, that's different. You can lock the door. Yeah, I'm not but I'm just saying, down to like back in the day, honestly, Joel God, R. Seven years old, dude, I was staying in that house by myself on a Saturday night. Jesus, boy, they had checked out on you, bro. Uh, dude, right away, they checked out. It's amazing mm-hmm. I made it back from the hospital, too, though. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of layers to that on yeah. you, so I'll leave it. Yeah, there but, are. But he, Don't ask the question unless you want the shitty answer. Well, I mean, going to movies by yourself at seven. But didn't just, you say you took the bus in Minnesota? Like at what, what age? Yeah, we go downtown, hang out. But you go I was going to the Minneapolis library. Yeah. At what age? Yeah, at that age. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't yeah. crazy. That is, you know what? It is pretty funny. I mean, your kid's back. double that age now. Yeah, you couldn't. Uh, no way I'd do that now. Even if he wanted to go downtown, he wanted to go to the game last night. His mom said, I don't want you down there. Saturday night by yourself, but you can go Sunday. So today, he and his buddy went to that game. Yeah. Uh, and they went out, sat in right field, bought tickets. Both guys used their own money to buy tickets, right? Yeah. Now, you just mentioned the lineup. He's got his allowance. He's ready to go. I go, how much did you pay for tickets today? He goes, I paid 30 a ticket. 
Like he paid thirty, his buddy paid yeah, thirty. I got it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Yeah. He goes. I thought I was seeing Machado, and I said, "You know what, Jay? You got to be right now with load management and everything else that's happened in sports. Nothing against Machado, but we knew he wasn't playing because of the tennis yeah. elbow." I go, dude, you have to wait to the minute of the game and go see. So now his mom sends me a text and says, now he wants to go to the game June 22nd by himself. She goes, isn't he still four years old? How is How old is this kid? Right? We're laughing. He's going to be in 10th grade on June 22nd. Uh, uh, yeah, it's right. So I call him tonight and I go, "What? what's your plan for this June 22nd game? He goes, mom works downtown. She doesn't want to go to the game. She doesn't have court that day. So I'm going to drive with her. Um, she and I are going to go get an early lunch. I'm going to go to the game. I'll walk back to her office, and then I'll drive home with mom. I said, all right. But I go, dude, I got to tell you, I don't know how much fun you're going to have on a Wednesday afternoon game just going by yourself. I go, I've been to fights. I went to a Super Bowl where I didn't know anybody. And I told this story. I said, my buddy Scott King and I used to go to games all the time when we were 15 or 16. And we would go and hang out. And I go, half the memories were just the stupid stuff that he and I did together. Yeah. So he goes, yeah. He goes, I don't know. I just didn't think he wanted to go see the Phillies. And I go, okay, done. I go, anytime you want to go to a game, we'll go to a game. Yeah. Assuming my schedule can make it. But it was just kind of fun for me today because I go, what'd you get? What'd you get to eat? He goes, man, I didn't get anything. You said my my buddy's mom put together like a little snack bag for us that we could take it. I go, that's great. He goes, yeah, she gave us each a bottle of water. He goes, you yeah, know, it wasn't bad, but it started getting a little hot. And I walked up to the concession stand and he goes, man, I was not paying five bucks for a <laughs> bottle of water. <laughs> And I go, welcome to my world. Chicken out of the sink. Yeah. I go, all right, now you get it? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, no, I got to tell you. He gave me a much better appreciation for what you and mom do. He goes, it'll be different moving forward. He goes, it was, but I go, how much fun was it? He goes, dad, it was great. He said, Profar's home run wasn't far from us. No, barely made it over. Yeah, hit like the fence. Yeah. He goes, we won on a walk-off. Yeah. And I go, you and your buddy will remember that forever. Yeah, hit right at him. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it was great. So they didn't move the seats, huh? They stayed exactly where they were supposed they to sit. Hung, I told him, I go, hey, go see, uh, go see Pomeranz and Sweeney and, and introduce yourself. So he started walking over there. He goes, I'm going to go right now. But it was like the fourth inning. I said, nah, they won't be there to the seventh. And then he goes, typical, right? You'll like this. I go, what? He goes, nah, I started walking over and then. I got so busy yelling at the right fielder. Hey, throw me a goddamn baseball. <laughs> that always works. And I go, Jesus. To, Cal to the uh, the Pirates or the Padres? Pirates. Okay. Right the field. Pirates is Calvin Mitchell from Calvin Mitchell. It, for, it just got called up from Rancho Bernardo. That's exactly who he's yelling to. Yeah. Guy, I go, would you do me a favor? He's a kid. He just literally got called up three days ago. Yeah. I go, if you're out there, can you watch your mouth, dude? I go, there's people out there that are families on a Sunday. <laughs> and I go, there's nothing. I go... God, I go, just don't look like an idiot, okay? Just yell. If you want to yell for a baseball, go ahead. He goes, completely get it. Yeah. Sorry. 
got it. I go, it's all good. That's like Calvin Mitchell playing high school. Yeah, I go, it's not like this one kid I remember who said, over here, you stupid fucking chicken. Yeah, yeah it didn't work either. He was either. like four. He didn't get a t-shirt. Yeah. He didn't get anything. Uh, but a <laughs> job. pulled out of the game. Yeah, got yanked out. Mom <laughs> said, finish your egg salad sandwich and we're getting out of here. Um, But yeah, he went. And so now we're going to start doing a few more games together. Yeah. Philly's game, dude, you got to go to. Phillies are loaded. See Nick Castellanos, who you could have had. See Bryce Harper, who you could have had. Yeah. Pods won their 30th game today, Dave. Don't worry about it. Won their 30th game today with no Machado, no Tatis. All right. Which one of these guys keeps you from getting up and going to the bathroom? Okay, let's go. Go through the lineup. The, the leadoff uh, hitter, Profar. No. Okay. Kim batted second. No. Hosmer. No. Voigt. No. Cronenworth. No. Hit down to 207. Cano. Don't you know? No. Don't you know? Robinson Cano. It sucks. 159. Yeah, no. Alcantara. God, what? <laughs> 172. Alfaro. Yeah. Went I mean, two for four. Raises average up 257. Good. Grisham. Big walk up, but you didn't know that before the game. Right. Ended up, ends up now. But you know what he had a blast? You uh, know what the thing that he really. Has a car. That's the last guy. Not, it wasn't about any of those guys. Of course not. Because otherwise you'd be an idiot. He, yeah. <laughs> He loved watching Mackenzie Gore. Oh, that's good. Loved it. Yeah, that's why he should have snuck over between first and third. Just walked on down. Those yeah. old man ushers aren't going to stop you. Yeah. No, he uh, he loved it. Yeah. That's the thing. Because And it goes back to what I said a couple of years ago when everybody was like, oh, yeah. We watched him at Elsinore. We watched him at Elsinore. We saw a bunch of different guys yeah. pitch there. But I told him. Like, dude, in a few years, this guy's going to be in the bigs, man. Yes. And he said today, so, yeah, Dave, he clearly was excited to see Manny. He's just, you know, he's got what I had, and that is he's got the Padre bug. When did, I'm just curious. When did he buy the tickets? Oh, he's had them for like two weeks. Okay, I was about to say, if he, if he bought them yeah, today, no, how can you give him a heads up? It was in the paper today that no, Machado he, wasn't No, playing. he watches. Dude, he's got one of those streaming services on his phone. Yeah. Because he's got YouTube TV, okay. can't see the I, games. I just want to make sure, want to know why you didn't give him a heads up. No, he he had him okay. the whole time. So it was check-in, like all of us did, right? When yeah. we used to have the physical tickets, check-in yep. for two days, make sure he had it. But, man, he had a blast. Had an Good. absolute blast. Dude, when I started going to games and doing shit like that, and driver's license, all those stuff is steps where you feel like you're an adult. You're separating from yeah. your family. You're thinking on your own. You, but you, how much were tickets when we were going? We were getting in for bucks. Dude. That's it. They were nothing. They're six dollars. We're sitting in the plaza exactly level. right. Guys giving yeah. us a little tug off that milk carton of beer. My point is, he could have snuck over. This was the game to sneak over. He, he just did. It. He was nervous. No, I think they just loved their seats. Come on, dude. Just sit football fields away from Mackenzie Gore. Yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> Well, that's dude, that's crazy. There's a reason yeah. why tickets are more expensive somewhere else. Yeah, I, I bet think, as he gets older or oh yeah, he goes to more around. games, he's going to move down and go. Yeah, he'll fucking move pirates. Who's stopping me? Yeah, who's going to do anything? Yeah, he ain't give Pete a shit. Point Loma's going to call an usher. Right, that's it. Come so on, please, he. Uh, but no, it's, it's just, not like Erica is just trying to get dates with the left fielder. How God? How sad is that story? My God. <laughs> Oh my god! It's that story. I guess I'll just be ignored. I was like, "What? The fuck? What are we doing there? What are we doing? What happens? Memorial Day? Come on! I don't know what that means. 
was just like, ugh. That's so that story. It's made me sad. Oh, my God. Your guy, Mackenzie Gore, I tell you what, has been very, very impressive. Right. You know, here's the deal. Seven innings pitch, two hits, no earned runs, three walks, nine Ks. Nine Dude, Ks. The most important stat on there for me has been the walks because yeah. he had control issues for the longest what time. What's his ERA? One, seven, one. Unbelievable, right? He's an all-star. But he doesn't get the win, huh? Oh, he doesn't get the win. But that's all right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, honest God, it does, that, none of that means jack shit. Dude, how many quality starts for that guy? Dude, all of them. Almost, right? <laughs> I mean, dude, honestly. He hasn't had a bad game, has he? No, dude, he's more consistent than Blake Snell. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's outstanding. He's very, very good. Well, very good, good for him, right? Yeah, no, I'm, absolutely. Good for him, man. It's been a long time, and, and he's been on that he list forever. out of the top 100 prospects. Yeah, from number one to out of the top 100. Absolutely. Yeah, and now he's back. And now, yeah, honest to God, he's an all-star. And he could be pitching at Dodger Stadium next month or in a month and a half um, for the all-star game representing the Padres. Grove. Dude, it might be even more than that. Manaya. Uh, Manaya's ERA is a little bit high right now, but it, Darvis could be up there. Yeah. You, you never know. Rogers. So, yeah, Rogers until last night. You're yeah. absolutely right. And really, Rogers, that's the one. Because yeah. the other one, he inherited two runners. Yeah. So he's got one. Yeah. Again, that happens. Yes. Again, Machado definitely is going to be an all star. Not so sure about Hosmer being an all star, by the way. He's 321 right now. That batting average is dropping like crazy. By the time the all star came, comes around, it'll be below a 300. 211. <laughs> to 11 but, but it's going to be low enough where he, he probably won't make it as a first baseman reserve it's pretty tough to do in the national uh, league especially when you look at what goldschmidt's doing and everything else yeah but considering the fact that you have no tatis you have no machado today yeah you've really had no clevenger all year snell right snell's terrible and you got 30 wins. It sounds frustrating. I shouldn't say it's terrible. He's just very frustrating. Yeah. Very frustrating. Pretty amazing. Watch. All right, so here's my question for you. This is what I was going to go with with the pots. Meaning right. that I read the lineup too. We went all the way through. Very yeah. very disappointing as far as entertainment goes. Yeah. Even if Machado were to play, okay? Yeah. It's still one guy that you look forward to seeing on a regular basis going, this guy right now, yep. good chance he's MVP if the season ended yeah. now. Obviously, only 25% through the season. Yeah. He's the one guy. Tatis comes back whenever the hell that is. He's still yeah. not allowed to touch a bat. But Tatis will come back. He'll be the other guy that you look at. Yeah. You want that third guy, right? Don't you want like a big time bat? Dave, I, you had so many of these guys. Jack and I, so we talk Padre okay. baseball literally every day. Yeah. And, the, and there were two trades that we looked at that really made us insane. And they, they could have changed a lot of different things that you're looking at. And the two trades that we looked at were the trades of Fran Mill Reyes to Cleveland yeah. for Taylor Trammell, and then the trades with Seattle um, where Ty France and Luis Torrens and ultimately Trammell went in that deal. But the thing that I said to Jack and he agreed on was if Fran Mill's still here, Ty France is still here, Right, as your utility guy, as opposed to some of these goofs. Yeah, instead of Voight or Beatty. Yeah. Luis Torrens here instead of Nola, right, that came in that deal. These were all guys that, that came up through the system. Yeah. And these would have been all guys that you're like, that's our guys, we're cheering for these guys. I'll give you another guy, Margot in Tampa, sitting 340 right now. Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, dude, I much better than Mar Grisham. Well, very, yeah, I was just going to say, I'll take Margot over Grisham. Yeah. 
But for, but I was really looking at those guys. Fran Mill would have been one, right? And that trade just awful. But then just guys, Torrens, Jack and I watched play at Elsinore. Yeah. And I'm like, you remember that dude? We were watching him snap throwing guys like Benito from his knees. I think he's got like 15 home runs. Like he could have been with Camposano, right? Yeah. And so that's the frustrating thing. When it's... Um, if you're going through it, like that was the thing that when I was his age, going through it with those dudes, a lot of those guys were guys that came up through the system and then McKeon panicked and started trading the Alomars and Guillen and a bunch of the other guys that came up and we never got the chance to see them, even though we were hyped to, to find out about them. And they have being impact players, Robbie Alomar, a Hall of Fame player. Um, Bayerga was great. Bayerga was great, but Sandy Sandy Alomar was good. Yeah, but where do you played Sandy? No, I got you. But but they were all good players, and and just you know he gave up so much to get Taylor Trammell, and then you flip Taylor Trammell and just terrible deal, right? Yeah, and then he gave it was up a terrible deal. The the kid playing right field today was the guy we saw. Jack, what's his name? Sawinski or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We saw that guy at Elsinore. You know what you got for him? Adam Frazier. Yeah. He's now with Seattle, of course. Yeah. So, uh, it's just, (laughs) look, I mean, you got to give Preller credit because. For what? Well, they won 30 games. They've won 30 games today. And you go, okay, they don't have much, but somehow they found a way to win 30. Could they have won more? But could they have won more? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, even, even Mejia is having a good year. You yeah. know, it, I mean, well, it's fucking that, nuts. I mean, that that kid, yeah. But but like I said to Jack today, I go, now all of a sudden, let's look ahead in a couple of months. Manaya's a free agent. Musgrove's a free agent, right? Clevenger's a free agent. Yep. It's not like you got a bunch of arms killing it at El Paso. It's not like you have a whole lot of money because you're going to get the Myers money off the books. I, I just don't, when you look at this team, you go, okay, in the moment, yeah, we're good. Terrible lineup today, but you beat a terrible team, and uh, and you're hanging in. But, damn, Dave, what's big picture? My thing is this. Is it time to sit there and honestly look at trading one of these seven starters for an outfielder? You have to. Right? I mean, you so. You have to. I trade Snell, man. Okay, so here you go. Here, here are the three guys, all right, that, that I'm okay. going to ask you. If someone said to you. Now, look, you might not need to trade one of these three guys, but, you, again, would you trade any of these? You might be able to get someone less than that's better than your, your three outfielders. Like, Will Myers isn't going to go to the bench. No. but For Pro, three. But Profar and Grisham could go to the bench. Yeah. Okay. Would you trade Darvish? Yes. Okay, I agree. Blake Snell. Yes. Yeah. Musgrove, no. No. Gord, no. No. But Clevenger, yes. yes. Nick Martinez, yes. Yes. Manaya, yes. Yeah, unfortunately with Manaya, I love Manaya. But if I if I was able to move the other guys, Manaya would probably be down there right above Musgrove and Gore. Yeah. As far as guys, I would go. My three that I would move would be Darvish, Snell, and Clevenger. And, oh, well, no, actually, Martinez would be. Yeah, but Martinez would be the toughest one to move, I think, because yeah. he's a free agent also at the end of the year. No, I thought he was something to multi-year deal. No, he has an opt-out after every year. Every year he's he has an opt-out. Out. He he's not going anywhere. Well, if he does well, he's going to think he can get more than $7 million. Yeah, 
I mean, Profar's got an opt-out year, too. Yeah. No one's going to. He's not opt-out. <laughs> no, he's not going <laughs> to. not opt But if Martinez continues to have a decent year, he gives you quality starts, yeah, Martinez is going to get more than $7 million as a starter. So then things get really, really tight. So let me throw something at you, all right? I, I, would, I just threw this at Jeff. I didn't look up outfielders that are available on other teams' rosters. It has to be a team that basically isn't going to compete this year. No, Brian Reynolds. Yeah, Brian Reynolds is, is, a, is that kind of guy. Where yeah. you, you'd say, okay, I'm willing to give a starter. But let's say you don't want to go that deep. Let's say there's somebody in your minor league system. I got a guy that is a Dodger killer, okay? Okay. A few years ago, he hit 30 home runs. Last okay. year, he didn't have a great year. David Peralta. Yeah, Fine. Left-handed bat in that lineup. We have all these big right-handed hitters. Fine. He kills yeah. the Dodgers every fucking time. We'll give you Matt Beatty for him. <laughs> even some scrub pitcher you don't even know about. Only yeah. guys from Matt Fryers would know. Yeah. Yeah, fine. You say that's it. The Diamondbacks aren't winning shit. They know yeah. it. Go get a bat. And you go, here's a guy 34 years old that has some pop and, and kills yeah. the number one team that you hate. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you said the other day that whole outfield. Is just it's terrible. Ter- it's terrible. terrible. And, and, it's but, not getting any better. So you go 30 wins. It's fantastic. Dude, how many more could they have had if they had a little bit of offense? Because the pitching is as good as anybody. Well, a lot of people are going to hear this and go, oh, bullshit. But I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I think at least 32. <laughs> I'm not drinking. And unfortunately, they're in a division that, that's the Dodger division. Right, yeah. because the Dodgers are obviously the cream of the crop in the National right League right now. They are. That's what I'm saying. So you go, okay, in, in the National League, they still wouldn't be in first place in the National League East. They'd be tied for the Mets fir- have? 32. Okay. 32 and 17 the Mets are right now. All right, got it. Brewers are 30 and 18. Okay. okay? And the Dodgers are 33 and 14. Okay. All right, Padres and pod- 30 and 17. Yeah. One of the better teams in baseball, without a doubt. Definitely. And with that pitching, you can win anything. Yeah. You know, pitching's what postseasons are all about. Yeah, I, I think so. So, pretty good. Is Rogers a free agent? At the, he's a free agent. At I don't the know end his contract. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's I a think. free agent at the end of the year. That's that's and again, the Padres to get rid of Paddock is fantastic. It became a mess with Paddock. Yeah, I mean, needed Tommy John surgery, yeah. but just again. everything that came along with it, with a brother that couldn't uh, stay on social media, everything guy. else. Getting Paddock off the Padres was a plus. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Twins knew they weren't going to re-sign Rodgers. Yeah. So they go, let's get two arms for it. Yeah, it's, it, it, again, it, I will look at, I'm sure other people have some idea that's who's who's out there, some outfielders that might be able to help this team. But it's it's insane that you have three guys out there with no production. Yeah. Celtics just won. Motherfucker. Yeah. God damn it. All right, Celtics, Warriors. Ratings Pretty will be good. good for that. Ratings yeah. will be good. Ratings will be good. I tell you, Dave, this week is so much fun. Um, tomorrow night. You've got Rangers, uh, Carolina, game seven. Carolina will win game seven. Oh, man. Right? Every home game's gone to that team. Yeah. I want the Rangers. Then Tuesday, you've got game one in the Western Conference Finals between Edmonton and Colorado. That should be outstanding. Yeah. Offensive firepower with Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr for the Avs, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. I'm for, for Edmonton. For Edmonton. Yeah, me too. That'll be great. Then uh, Thursday night, you've got the first night of the NBA Finals. I mean, what an amazing week yeah. coming up. And then the Eastern Conference Finals might start as early as Wednesday, which would be Tampa against the winner of whoever wins tomorrow night. Yeah. I mean, this is just, yeah. I think Boston, I, I wanted Miami, Golden State. Me too. 
But I just Bo- want Boston to win and get one more championship than the Lakers. Right. But uh, <laughs> but Boston, Golden State's good. Yes. It's good drama. It is. Like that. So, yeah, fun week coming up for sports. Absolutely. You all, uh, you all excited for your trip? Uh, it's crazy, man. It's just, it's one of those deals where I fly tomorrow. So, I, I leave in the morning, four hours in Dallas. So, I'm going to try to get over to the grassy knoll. We'll try to do that. And then uh, into Toronto late tomorrow night. Tuesday, Hockey Hall of Fame, and then uh, maybe to the Blue Jays game. But, man, starting Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, really long days. They're like 12-hour days each day. And you're standing on these at these trade shows. Like a friend of mine was teasing me today because I went out, you buy uh, the padded socks. She's like, what a dork. And I go, I'm not. <laughs> she called you a dork? <laughs> yeah. I go, dude. You're standing on that cement, Dave, just like that, out there for 12 hours a day. You should bring one of those mats like they have at Costco. Uh, I cannot just stand mat those and things. Just throw your mat down. Yeah, they used to have those at the liquor store. I hated those. But you double up. You go two pairs, man. And I told her, I go, hey, watch my team on Saturday. They'll all be miserable, and I'll be ready to go. Your whole team has varicose veins. Yeah, they're all shot. So <laughs> When she called you a dork, did you feel like an asshole for sharing? No, I didn't care. I've heard a lot worse out of her. I needed out of her. Uh, much worse than a girl calling you a dork. Especially this one. <laughs> but uh, but no, it'll be good, man. It'll be good. So, yeah, leave tomorrow. And then and then a week from tonight, Yeah, show's all done. And then uh, so we go out as a team, which is always fun at the end of these things. You go out for a team dinner at the end. Yeah. That's always a lot of fun. And then uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they got a really cool area right by the beach, man, right by Lake Ontario. And you just go hang out and uh, very mellow part and just chill. Thanks to everybody. I had a few friends check in Thursday, Dave. Yeah. uh, When we were here Wednesday, I was saying, oh, man, you know, tomorrow's it. The divorce, the whole thing. And uh, that's all done. You're done now? All done. No way. Officially done. Holy shit. And uh, it went... What, was that was that weird? It was really weird. Yeah, because that's what I want to know. Never never experienced this, and so I'm curious to know what goes through your mind. Everything. It you know, Dave. The biggest thing to me was what was our relationship going to be at the end? Yeah, like because so you go and you go into a Zoom call, and it's uh, it starts with an arbitrator. Okay. So the arbitrator's up there, and then it's me. Wait, so I'm sorry. I'm slow. I'm going to ask some questions along the way. So, yeah. wait, it was a Zoom call on Thursday, not Thursday a Zoom call. morning. Correct. What, was it? Is it normally a Zoom call, or is it? No, like, usually you're in a usually like in, you're in a hearing room, but because of COVID, they do everything. Really? Yeah, through a Zoom call. So, I was thinking like the wedding crashers. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me, like well, you're all sitting at a table. Yeah, I, I mean that's a, okay. right. I mean, we separated four years ago. Yeah, and everything. Um, has been going pretty good, but now it's time to start splitting shit up. And now it's time for money to be determined. Like this is mine and that's hers. Yeah. Turns so into a business relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully, I mean, we were lucky enough that pretty significant assets to be split up. And what's that going to be like? So faces start jumping into this screen and it's the, it's the arbitrator, it's her attorney, it's my attorney. She pops up, I'm there. 
So the first thing that the arbitrator says is, hey, listen, uh, thank you all for being here. Uh, it's pretty rare that we have it where everybody on this call is an attorney. So, and now I see her <laughs> and she immediately is grabbing her phone, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck, here it comes. E -e, my phone starts buzzing. Did you get promoted? Yeah. I go, yeah, apparently. So yeah. Don't argue with the arbitrator. Right. So it starts you off. Heard what, you heard what they said. Yeah, it starts off lighthearted. And uh, so then he says, uh, you know, hey, listen, these things can get pretty emotional and names can be called the whole thing. So I grab my phone and I text her. I go, you know, look, you look really cute today. <laughs> so she's just giggling and laughing. And this guy's probably thinking, what the fuck yeah. are these two idiots doing, right? And uh, we were literally done in an hour. Good. We were done in an hour. And so he goes, uh, he goes, hey, I have to tell you guys. He goes, I do these a lot. And he said, I cannot think of one recently that went as smoothly, cool. as professional, as nice as this. And he said, it's a credit to Jeff, it's a credit to Vita, and it's a credit to the attorneys for working together to make it happen. Cool. So he's like, look, if you guys want, we can go right into 720, which is a different courtroom, into an actual courtroom. And he's like, we can go finish this right now. So we're like, yeah. So now, Dave, we jump in, and we're now on a Zoom call, but we're in the actual courtroom. Like... My lawyer's in his office, her lawyer's in her office, Vita's in her office. And as lawyers are going back and forth, behind her, she has a huge whiteboard. Yeah. And I'm texting her, I'm getting that goddamn whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's dying. And she's got, you know, I'm sure Rita has the same thing, right? Yeah. In her office. She does. Just like this. She's got, Vita's got a coat rack. And I go, and I'm taking that third coat from the left. Oh, that's funny. And all of a sudden, she's like looking over her shoulder. Because like yesterday, she's like, what coat did you want? I go, I don't know. I just want, I want that goddamn want white coat. Yeah, and that coat. <laughs> and so, uh, but now, like the arbitrator is yep. in his office. And now, we go and we hit this other link. And now we're in like an actual courtroom. And dude, the people before us, it wasn't good. Like really? it was... You know, professional, but you're hearing so, and it, it made me uncomfortable, oh, yeah. man. And I'm saying to her, like, is this what it's like? She goes, yeah, oh, this fuck. is what they're like. Man, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and it went for like 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm like, I don't like it. Plus, my fees are still going up because I got to pay my attorney. <laughs> and uh, so all of a sudden, the judge says, hey, we're going to take this one, which was ours. And the arbitrator jumped in and said, hey, I just want um, you to know we've got everything worked out. Um, numbers are worked out. There's a couple of things that you may look at that could be potential red flags. But I'm telling you, I've, I visited with both parties. I visited with both attorneys. Um, there's kids. The kids are being well taken care of. Their relationship's great. And I have no problem with my um, uh, with my recommendation recommendation. Thanks Dave that you see in front of you. And the judge was such a good guy. Cool. Like that's always the thing. Right. And he's looking and he goes, okay, you know, yeah, I'd probably be concerned about, you know, this and that. And, and the arbitrator goes, it's already done. Both parties worked 
incredibly well together and attorneys are cool. And the judge said, okay. So then he goes through this thing like, hey, you guys, is this anything that counseling could fix or anything? And we're like, no. He goes, okay. He's like, well, you're, you're officially divorced. Like, you're good. And then all of a sudden. Is there a they, license? Like, what? I don't understand. It. How does Like, how does that work? Uh, I don't, I don't know. When he, I mean, when he says like officially, is there like official documentation you get? Yeah, that, I, don't, that, I didn't have to sign anything. Yeah. So they just, I think they just, you know, you e-sign, right? Yeah. And we're getting ready to get out and the arbitrator jumps in and he goes, judge, I just got to say one thing while everybody's still on the line. He said of all of these that I've done, the four people that are on this call are probably the best I've dealt with in a long time. Cool. And he said, Judge, I just want you to be aware of how great they were and how easy they made it today. And and I just wanted to acknowledge them for that. And the judge was like, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. Wow. And he said, hey, Vita, Jeff, Dave, and um, and whatever, uh, <laughs> Connor. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever that. No, it was, so, I, I don't know, really nice guy. Like, I just, I don't know him. But he's like, thank you very much. Thank you for, for doing it and, and doing it the right way. So like, okay, you can log off the call. So we log off and I pick up my phone. I'm like, hey, you want to see Top Gun Saturday? She's like, yeah, what time are we going? I'm like, one o'clock. She's cool. like, cool. So yeah, we went to Top Gun Good. yesterday. I heard it was great. We had a blast. Yeah. We had an absolute blast. You have to go see it, Dave. I'll see it. My kid even called me today and said, you got to go see it. Yeah, go see it though, because I almost screwed up. We went and saw it at Grossmont. And they have it in a few theaters. Yeah. Make sure you see it in the one that's got the Dolby sound and the big screen, the whole thing. Because I was like, oh, shit. If I had to put us in the little rinky-dink theater, uh, we're stuck. Was it packed? Dude, it was packed. Yeah, I figured it would be. It was packed. San Diego claims Top Gun. Well, most of it's filmed in Lake Tahoe, so go ahead. It's typical. <laughs> um, but, dude, it was cool. We had a good time. They They... You know, they, it's fun, man. And what I said to her, we're getting ready to go, and she and I are sitting right next to each other. I said, man, it's nice. You know what's cool, Dave? It's nice to have big-time movies back. Yeah. Like, they show the preview for Mission Impossible, and that's next summer, but Jurassic Park's in a couple of weeks, and that's coming back out. And, you know, I'm sure, I think there's, uh, they're going to see Doctor Strange, the Marvel movie. Um, but it's just, it's fun to have, like we had a good time at Jackass, but those big time movies, like the production movies, to go there where it's the the big screen, the sound is booming, the yep. whole place smells like popcorn. You you can feel the energy. Like, dude, it was great. That you know, was really fun. You know what's interesting about you guys seeing Top Gun on mm -hmm. Saturday? They started putting Top Gun together, like filming the movie in 2018. Yeah, the same year that you started your divorce. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. My I mean, my son crazy. said to me today, he goes, "Hey, what?" He goes, "He goes, yeah, I'm not being a jerk, but he goes, Tom Cruise makeup or whatever, because he goes, he just looks different." I go, "Dude, they probably started filming that thing." Yeah, in 2018. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's kind of kind of wild that you guys. That was the movie you guys went to go see. No, I imagine you guys um, just from everything you've said and, and knowing her that um, it was easy. We had a blood. It was, it was. I mean, the whole process was easier than most. It's uh, yeah. It, it, it it's it's strange. So did it when besides you asking her, do you want to go see Top Gun? When you mm -hmm. hung up the phone at that point, was it weird for you to go? No, this, you this know final, or did you already prepare yourself for this a long time ago? You know what? I didn't know what it would be like, and it was really, I think, for both of us. I think we were just wondering, like, is the shoe gonna fall? Like everything's been cool. 
but is the shoe going to fall? Like, and as we're going through and we're splitting things up, I gave things up. She gave things up. And, you know, we probably both left a lot of money on the table that went to the other one. Um, but everybody came out good. Uh, time frames, you know, we, our side gave them longer time frames to come up with some of the financial aspects of it, which was fine. Yeah. I didn't really care on that. It's the right thing to do because for my kids and uh, at the end when it was done, it was great. Good. Like, like yesterday and today too, I, I think she would say the same thing if she was sitting here. Yeah. I just think there was such a huge relief that it's done and that we're cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids so, know you guys are cool. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. But it's just, yeah, because they said, yeah, I was talking to them uh, Wednesday night. They're like, ah, yeah, mom's been not in the best mood all week. I said, yeah, because it's tomorrow, man. I go, it's tomorrow's the deal. And then you came out and, you know, my attorney said, hey, he left a lot on the table, but he's getting a great deal. And, and her attorney said, no, he, you guys did us great, but Jeff, you're getting a great deal. And, but then he said, and Vita, you're getting a great deal. You guys, Good. and I think that was a nice thing. And I would just say to anybody out there, and, and again, every situation is different. I really hope nobody finds himself ever in that. It's incredibly stressful emotionally. And at the start, it was very, very challenging. But goddamn, at the end, man, if you have kids, just do the right thing. It's not about you. It's not about them. Meaning, you know, the spouse or the ex. Goddamn, just do the right thing by the kids. Just as long as you guys are on that. None, nobody ever cheated on each other. Yeah. Nobody ever. We didn't have anything like that. So maybe that made it easier too. But um, but if you just always kind of put the kids front and center and say, well, are we doing the right thing for them? Uh, which we were fortunate enough to do. Um, then yeah, it went well. So good. No, it was cool. Good. Yeah, I didn't know what it would be like at the end, but everybody's great. You know, it's, I mean, marriage right now, no joke, it's more than 50% of them don't work out. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it is, it's it's a big legal process just by starting a marriage. Yeah. You know? I, I, I don't, I was saying, like, I was laughing with my attorney who's been through it a couple of times. I go, I don't know how you could do it. Yeah. I, I just don't. I'm like, now I understand uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Yeah. I was just saying we aren't going to get married. We could just hang out. And, and right now somebody's probably like, well, they're common law. I, I don't know any of that shit. I, I just know <laughs> that I just know that they probably hang out and have a great time and didn't need to put a ring on anybody's finger. Yeah. But yeah, anybody who's been through that and been divorced a couple of times, shit, man, I, I never want to go through that again. So yeah, we got we got through it. Everybody was great. Had a great sorry tonight. We had fun. So yeah, everything's cool. It's probably Good. better, probably honestly, Dave, probably better the last two days than it's been a long time, and that says a lot. Fantastic. Just because it's done. So yeah, yeah she's great. And my kids know it too. So that's the cool thing. Honestly, you're probably done with people asking you questions about your divorce. Yeah, you know, the thing is that that the thing that was important to me that I said to my kids together and individually is I said, I will always love your mom. Yeah. I'll never stop loving your mom. And I said, for you guys especially, I'm sorry for what happened.
But I said, but I'm glad we're at the point now that this has worked out. And I said, I'm glad that Angie Dickinson's still alive and I can chase that <laughs> drink. And they were like, go get her. Yeah, you got a couple of them. Jacqueline Smith's available. Goddamn right. Pam Greer. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa. <laughs> Absolutely have it. You do have it. You're right. You just now you just said something interesting. You just said that you have no desire to ever get married again. No one. First of all, knowing you for a long time, I was shocked when you did get married. Yeah. Because you always said you were never going to get married. Yeah. Had, it was great, though. I don't want yeah. anybody to think it just got away from me at the end. And she and I had the best conversation about this when we went to Brian Regan the night before Mother's Day. And it was cool just having that opportunity to talk about it. Yeah. But in our time when things were fine, like we rarely fought. We had a yeah. great time. I don't I don't regret it at all. I'm sorry for the way it ended. It's the Dr. Seuss line, right? Don't be sorry that it's over. Be thankful that it happened. And yeah. I'm completely thankful that it happened. Have you ever asked her if she would uh, remarry or if she's done with it too? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Uh, I don't know, Dave. That's, it's just at that point. God, poor fucker. Right? Oh, my God. Me and my two kids would die laughing. I'd like to meet that shit, Ed. Uh, that guy, he doesn't know what he's walking into. Um, I I really don't know. She's awesome, man. If she heard that right now, I guarantee you my son Jack will hear this. Laugh his ass uh, off. Yeah, completely. I'd like to meet that shit. <laughs> my son Jack will hear this in a couple of days. If he, he's dying, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, she she'll have to worry about whatever she does. Um, impacting me. Because like I said, if Angie Dickinson calls Jack. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, you don't have to call her mom, but don't call her grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My friend Laura sends me a text today. She goes, hey, how was Top Gun? I go, it was great. A lot of fun. She goes, boy, that's the most anticipated sequel of all time. I go, second, behind Big Bad Mama 2 starring <laughs> Angie Dickinson. She goes, what's the matter with you? Because you have loved her since 10th grade. I go, goddamn right. Probably before that. Yeah. Probably before Probably, that. Probably, yeah. Which is Pepper. Absolutely, yeah. I go, plus Danielle Brisbois was in that movie. What an actress. <laughs> what an actress. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to real estate. Just talked to a friend of uh, a family friend of ours who, believe it or not, sold their home in San Diego, right by San Diego State. And we always talk okay. about, you're never going to buy it stock at its highest. You're never going to... Um, you sell a house at its highest and you've got to try and figure out where the market is. And people have been trying to figure it out for the longest time here in San Diego as we see houses just go like crazy. And then you see inventory that's been extremely low and it's a great time to buy a house and then you better hurry up and sell and figure out what you're going to do. All the questions you have. A friend of ours moved to Pittsburgh and couldn't have sold at, at a better time. Right now, the market is starting to change finally. Brian Curry has all the answers for you as far as what's coming up next. Brian Curry is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to not only getting the most for your home right now in this economy, but also at the same time, where are you going to move to next? Make sure you call Brian Curry, our friend at 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. The thing that's great, too, is talking to Brian the other day about my situation where I was and starting to lay out the right game plan for me. Yeah. Looking at the calendar, looking at what the market could do, looking at what interest rates could do, and determining when we want to strike. And how many agents do you know that do that? Hopefully there's plenty of them, but I could guarantee you one, it's Brian Curry. And it's not, hey, let's just immediately buy this house 
and put you in a house that you're going to be upside down on. But this way I get my commission and I cash in. Absolutely not. It's the right program for you. And it's going to be the right program for me. And you can't ask for anything more than that. Give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. When you find that perfect home, don't forget about the pool that you're going to need. It's Taylor May Pools. Again, Alan Taylor standing by. The reason it's called Taylor May Pools, it's Taylor made for you. New construction on commercial and residential as well. Full remodels on commercial and residential. Ask about available financing. Again, Alan Taylor does something no one else does. He'll make the pool of your dreams even that much better. Give him a call at 619 449 4452 619-449-4452. Uh, my kids tomorrow and their mom are going to a friend's house who has a pool in the backyard. And they were saying they had a buddy come over the other day and use the community pool. But then the community pool, it's one of those things, right, where you got to be careful because people are still worried about everything going on. Yes. Don't mess with any of it. Have that pool built in your backyard. And as Dave said, it's tailor-made to the style you want, to what you need. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have a massive backyard or one not quite as big. Alan and his team could build the perfect pool for you, for your family, because we say it, gas prices continue to go up, and the staycations are getting more and more expensive. So why not invest that money? Financing available. Have a gorgeous pool built in your backyard. Your property values are going to go up. Uh, your your cost of spending gas, hotels, and anything else are going to go down. Yeah, call Alan Taylor and his team, see what they can do for you. Dan Williams is who you want to talk to right now when it comes to financing and what's available to you. Let's get you out of debt. Dan Williams wants to help you out. He loves helping people. He can help you out as well. Also, let's get you out of the rental market, help you find your own home. Dan Williams is the person to help get things going. Don't forget, Dan Williams and Brian Curry now working together. Yep. Even better for you. Give those guys a call. To the best we know, they're really good at their job. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. To expand on what you said, Dave, Dan can right now, with Brian's help, see what you're approved for. Yes. See what you and your family are approved for. Kind of get the foundation built for your chance to buy that home and do it right now so that when the right house becomes available, you've already done steps one, two, three, and four and while everybody else is trying to get their ducks in a row, it's kind of like getting a fifty-yard head dash, fifty-yard uh, head start, and a hundred-yard dash. It's going to do so much for you, and they're working together. So, like Dave said, why not give them the call, see what your money looks like? And the other thing is too, Dave, maybe right now you're not ready. Well, they can give you the steps needed. So that in six months or a year or maybe a little bit longer, you can get your finances in place so that as the market adjusts, you will be ready. There you go. Your boy, Sean Waldrop, just texted me. Hey, did they pick up trash on Memorial Day? How the fuck do I know? Yeah, what do I work for the city? Yeah, just put it out. Yeah, text Mary Salas. Fucked <laughs> right back, cussing me out. Yeah. Hey, Kyle Fluger, so you want to talk to when it comes to your website? I don't know about you. I hardly ever go into a store anymore. I do everything yeah. going through through yep. the internet. I'm looking for great deals, whether I'm buying shoes or shirts or you name it. Kyle Fluker's the guy to make sure your website's running the way the really good ones do. If it's not, Kyle's the guy to fix it. And don't, don't be afraid to call Kyle just to get an idea of what he thinks about your website and what's working. Even though you might think it might be working well, it could be working better. 619-500-6621. 619 500 It's so important, Dave. You mentioned it. 
uh, when I found out there's a book coming out Tuesday that I'm a part of, I wanted to order that book. And so you got to go and do it. And that's one thing to order a book from Amazon. But there are a lot of people that are still using e-commerce for day in, day out things. Father's Day is coming up, right? Fourth of July, all kinds of different things that people may need what you have to supply. And they want to order it online. So the best way to do it is by having an excellent website. And if your website's not working right now, uh, at the level you need, then let Kyle and his team step in and get it taken care of. Absolutely. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going May 29th today. Okay. We have three of them. Two of them aren't with us any longer. Okay. One of them, you you talked badly about them on the radio. Oh, no. Bob Hope. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What the hell is my problem? Do you regret it? Yeah, I got yelled at on WFAN. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell the story? God, reluctantly. So we used to do these things. You hear it if you're driving around. And it's Stringer. And I was a Stringer at the Charger game. And it's where they're like, Chargers are hosting the Giants. Jeff Dorsteth is there. Right? They'd always fuck your name up. <laughs> John? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, what's going on in that game? And this was a year when the Chargers were not so good. It was before the Dave and Jeff show. So this had to be like 90, after the Super Bowl. So like 96 and 97. And Bob Hope, God bless him, was out at every one of those games in the Spanos box. So me, the smart ass that I am, <laughs> on WFAN in New York, I said, well, guys, you know the game must be over because they wheeled Bob Hope out of here to put him back in the ground. Giants 41, Chargers 7. And they go, whoa! Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It's like Jim Gray. Yeah. And well, Scott, it's Giants 41. It's char- we will not have Bob Hope jokes on here. <laughs> we will not. I'm like, well, I just told you what happened. Because they did not put him back in the ground. I said, All right, you say so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> I find myself so amusing. Later on, I'm like, what the fuck's the matter with me? Oh, my God. So my apologies to Dolores Hope. Is she still alive? Doubt wife? Doubt it. What? Oh, no. I was thinking of Bing Crosby's daughter, Mary Crosby. She was a bit of a looker. <laughs> Remember her? She's probably about 80 now. But I liked her. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said on WFAN. Well, Scott, you know the game's over because they wheel Bob Hope out of here and put him back in the ground. Whoa! <laughs> so, oh, you said today's Bob's birthday? It is. Jesus Christ, Dave. He died. Dude, he had to have been 97 there. I'm going to say he's 130. 122. He was born in 1903, right? Does that make him one? No, excuse me, 119. God damn. Well, yeah. Jesus. I might have been right yeah. with what I said. Uh, 10 million. Come on, dude. You know Bob Hope owns all that land. Oh, he did. Yeah, he, Palm owns, Springs, he owns huh? like more land than anybody in California. Is that right? More yeah. than Sterling? All yeah. right, $300 million. $500 million. No shit. Yeah. I was just thinking about the money at that time, but I wasn't thinking the real estate part. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. The guy, guy understood what he was doing. Here we go. You mentioned going to Dallas. JFK. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> I, I'm going to try. The goddamn museum's closed tomorrow, but I still go to the Grassy Knoll, right? Yeah. If I can get over there? Why not? Dude, I got to be like 10 minutes from there. 
and I got a four-hour layover. Yeah, I hope you don't miss your flight going to Toronto. Dude, can you imagine that shit if I did that? Okay, let me think about the math here. How old was he in 63 when he got killed? I think he was 44. Right? I think it was like 40. No. You got to be 40 to be elected, right? I thought it was 35. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, I'm going to say that he was 44 when he got killed in 63. So that's... Jesus Christ, what is that? So I got to do the math. You do the math. 37, that's 44, that's 81 gets... And then... Must say he's 104. 105. Ah. Born in 1917, died in 1963. Um, shit, Candy's had money. Yeah, but how much did he have? At the time of the death and what's he worth now? They have both numbers. Uh, God. That's Remember, time one. of the death is still a lot of money. Yeah, I'm going to say 10 at time of death. 12. Okay. Which makes it, what, 40 now? It says 100. $100 million. Wow. Pretty nice. <laughs> Pretty nice. All right, last one. Okay. Latoya Jackson. Hey, how about her? Would you throw one? Yeah, sure. 58. 66. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, you think she was jealous of uh, Janet? Yeah. Of course. And probably Paul Vaden's favorite, Reby Jackson. <laughs> Dave, I want to say 600,000. Uh, four, it says $4 million. Watch this. Here's a home run where your kid was sitting. Yeah, he's right there. Pro four. There you go. It looked like it hit the guiding fence and spun right over. Yeah. What's that girl backing up for him? Yeah. He said he was right there. There you go. All right. All right. Here we go. Five random questions. They're all would you rather questions. Okay. I like this. Okay. Would you rather be the absolute best at something that no one takes seriously or be average at something that's well-respected? Average at something well-respected. Right. Yeah, it's like it's like being the absolute best triangle player in the world. <laughs> or the absolute best tuba player. Nobody cares. We have a mutual friend who is like really good at stuff that nobody cares about. Like he's great at cornhole. Yeah. Ping pong. Right. And he's good at golf. A lot of people care about golf. Well, that's good. But he's very good at golf. But not but, good enough to be a but, pro. No, but if I sacrifice how good I am at throwing darts... But I'm better than average at, at uh, golf. I'd take that. Yeah. I'd take that in a second. Yeah, for sure. Would you rather Which have... Which one are you doing? I'd rather be average at something well-respected. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be. It's almost embarrassing to be great at something that no one gives a shit about. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. The triangle's yeah, a great Balloon animals. <laughs> Make me a bicycle, clown. <laughs> exactly. Hang on. Give me a second. Dave, you want to fire me that yellow one right there? <laughs> What we're going to do right now is build a maze of corn. <laughs> Fuck off, you asshole. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Would you rather have unlimited battery life on all your devices or free <laughs> Wi-Fi wherever you go? Unlimited battery I'm life. I'm with you on sure. that. sure. Dude, how great would it be never have to charge anything? Dude, I'm already tonight. I'm Aren't you looking about- at your phone all the time? Yeah, I got to... I got to run tonight because I left my bag in storage. So I got to run by storage on the way out of here. And then I got 19 different things I have to charge overnight, right, to make sure they're all ready to go. That's a bigger concern to me than my goddamn brand new padded socks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Unlimited battery. How much your padded socks cost? 20 bucks for six pairs. 
Adidas, they're awesome. Hold on. She called me a dork. Yeah. Maybe she just told the story and not say she called me a dork. Oh, no, it's fine. She'll probably hear this. Yeah, it's fine. Give her credit. When you get back from the trip, are you going to continue to wear the padded socks? Yeah. Uh, no. They get put away because I got to go to Atlantic City in a month. You wear them all around town. You burn out that padding. <laughs> fuck are you doing here, rookie? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude that's yeah, funny dude, i'm shit. telling you you do these trade shows man and like yeah. i told her which she knows i go i've literally broken both ankles jacked up acl i'm like and you're standing just like that for 10 hours 11 yeah. hours a day it fucks you and i got air jordans yeah i got good shoes but you double it up and my team will just be like ah oh, there's yeah. nothing worse you ever had that like where you're just standing yeah, all day it's called disneyland yeah, right, I have, and all of a sudden, just your ankles are just shot. <laughs> you feel like you're fused together. That was great. Yeah, Lisa Andy used to talk about the trade shows. You're standing the whole time, just meeting people. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do it in heels too. Like yeah. you see what they're wearing, unbelievable. Yeah, I don't selling have to crazy do items. You aren't selling crazy items. No, I don't think so. Would you rather lose all your? This was a good one for me. Okay. Would you rather lose all your friends but keep your best friend, or lose your best friend and keep all your other friends? Oh, that's funny. I'd lose my best friend. Really? I'd go the other way. Really? Yeah, 100%. I don't need a lot of friends. I just need, like, one really good friend. That's it. Ah, you, you'd miss the rest of them. You I would. You need a good blend. Nah, I don't. I'll be honest with you. I'd rather just have the one person I, that I could rely on. You'd lose... I really, you, what? Nah. Wouldn't you rather give dude, up I, wall, wall I, chaff I, I, and I, keep everybody else? So, dude, I you lose friends. Walchef right now, and you don't get Walchef just cussed me out on the phone. Right. Just now, he just said to me, when is the trash coming? He goes, how long have you fucking lived here, asshole? And I said, 2001. Dean, that guy your best friend. Got- no, nobody's going to care. We're guys. Nobody's going to care. And now we get rid of Walchef. It's I done. do love the barbecue sauce. He I, does hook me up. Every on. time I say I need barbecue sauce, he brings it. That's uh, true. Well, then fucking figure out the trash schedule. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not I didn't life know or that. death. Let's put it out. Well, he drives over. I don't think he asks too much since he has nothing better to do. He's got to pay for that label, the glass jar, somebody to seal it shut. He just opened his third restaurant. Did you see that today? Yeah. Congrats. I think it's in, uh, hang on. I know where it is. Hang on. I know where this is. It's in uh, Poway. (laughs) It's not in Poway. I think it's at the Aztec Food Hub. Yeah. I know where it is. Yes. Yeah. Good for him. There you go. Funny, I see He's the got guy to almost... hire somebody to lick that paper that they stick on the top to seal it, so you feel like it's it's sanitized. I talk to him all the time. I had no idea he's opening the new restaurant. Do you know he told me how they do that? Seriously, how do they do it? He said they go down to Dog Beach, oh, Jesus and they Christ. bring a whole row of those paper things, and they just go right over to the Saint Bernard section, Jesus. take the papers right off the the jowl, slam it on there, seal that thing shut. Next. Oh my God. All right, we're moving on. We got two more questions. Okay, let's go. Would you rather be able to take back anything you say or hear every conversation ever said about you? Uh, take back anything I've said. Dude, I'm with you 100%. I, I don't need to hear anything. I have zero desire to hear what people say behind my back. It would drive me crazy. Awful. I, I told you, we got those friends that have that app. Dan got rid of it, but it's that app like five people followed me, yeah. nine people unfollowed. Yeah. That would make me insane. Yeah. Stop I'm, doing that to I'm, yourself. That's, I have no idea why people do that. Yeah, I don't like it. You make yourself crazy. All right, last one. Okay. Would you rather spend a year 
in the military fighting in a war or a year in prison? Oh, I do the military. Oh, no way. I'd spend a year in prison. <laughs> oh, no way. Dude, I in do- prison, well, there's a chance you're going to die in prison. But there's a really good chance you could die in a war. Yeah, but you die in a war, you come home a hero. <laughs> you die in prison, you're an extra in Oz. Yeah, nobody cares if you die in prison. No. At the same time. I don't know, man. I'd much rather have the, especially on the eve of Memorial Day, you dipshit. Yeah, you don't. They, yeah. don't, have, uh, they don't have another one in July for everybody that's been shanked. At San Quentin. Yeah, you don't make money from PTSD from being in prison. No. You don't get checked. It, tomorrow is Memorial Day. Yeah. And we are here in a military town, and it was great tonight. My son and I had dinner in La Mesa before coming down. Right on Main Street in the village, all the flags are up. So many of our friends, and the main guy I'm thinking about tonight, Jimmy Betancourt, amongst others, uh, have worn the colors of this country, and they've done it amazingly well and I know so many, Ryan Barkley, and so many oh, others. I know tons of them. Right? Everybody knows tons of them. Yeah. And I cannot thank all of them enough for having the guts to do what they did day in and day out. Yeah. I mean, our friends uh, right across town, Dave, that did a whole lot for this country that we can't talk about. But we, uh, you and I are fortunate to call those people friends. Hell yeah, man. Because it would mean you're with those guys and... and They've told us what that means. Those yeah. are lifetime memories. But every day should be Memorial Day. But tomorrow it actually is. And, and trust me, yeah, well, I'm in that airport. See anybody. Uh, and you know, it's funny, and I'll leave you with this. It's, it's cool, man. Like, people in the military, if you mention to them and say, hey, thank you, a lot of them are so humble. They just say, it is what it is. Like, they're not, they're not doing it for attention. They're not doing it for gratitude. But it sure doesn't hurt to give it to him. So, absolutely. I uh, stand by my answer, and I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah. That, uh, you said you'd rather go to jail. Trust me, there's probably enough things on that phone that'll put you in jail for <laughs> 25 years. Uh, we'll find a day this week. I'll, uh, I'll check in from Toronto, and uh, we'll try to get a second show. I just don't know when that will be or what that time will be, but we'll figure something out. All right. Good deal. Travel safe. Thanks, man. All right.
but the attitude better go away. A positive video game put a smile on my face. That stop sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. A Californian cuts their own Christmas tree. Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard I 